Rick, we got a, we have an actual, I almost call him a dispatcher. We actually have a driver manager going to be sitting down with us, right? Is that correct? Is Jim coming in? That is correct. Jim Lowe. All right. Where's Jim Lowe at? Come on down, Jim. All right. Well, I guess we'll wait for him. So I want to. Uh, you, you got a question for Rick? Well, well you yeah, keep saying Rick, but you, Rick is the director of recruiting. Yeah. That is correct. He is so the he, first, he's the first line the driver meets, him and his team. We'll get to Rick here in a second. We want to talk to Jim. Jim, whoa, this guy's got notes with him. <laughs> Come on in here, Jim. Have a seat, brother. All right. Oh, so, Jim, your last, na- your last name is? Low, L-O-W. Okay, Jim, and you are what they call a driver manager, but alias dispatcher, correct? Exactly. So, so you, I mean, did you drive, Jim? I did. Awesome, man, for National Carriers? Uh, I spent a year in a pumpkin. You Snyder spent a truck. year in a pumpkin? Wow. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, okay. Okay, he doesn't have his headset on. He can't hear us too well. Oh, he probably can hear us. How's that? Is that a little better? Oh, that's much better. Thank All you. right. You feel like you're in a studio. I am. I love that sound, don't you? <laughs> Being on the air. Okay, so you spent a year in a pumpkin. Yep. Did you get your training at Schneider and all that good stuff? I did. Awesome. You know, th- let's be honest, man. There's four big carriers. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I say Mega, you got Schneider, Swift, Warner, and you have J.B. Hunt. That's the, your four major crazy size. Oh, my God, where am I? A great co- But out of the big four, I think, you know, Schneider is a good company. I really do. I, I never, you know, had a problem with that. So I'm not, like, I, I tell you, I'm not here to put any trucking companies out. So you came here. How long you been here? I've been here for a year and a half. Okay, so you've been here a year and a half. You're a dispatcher, and I want to get into a couple questions. One, how many dri- <clears throat> how many drivers do you manage? Oh, around 40, maybe 40, 42. Now, you, on a daily thing, is, do you talk to these guys on the phone, or is it mainly through your you, – you guys have a Garmin slash Blue Tree system. Is it mainly on that, how you communicate? Well, I like to talk to each one of them every day, just to kind of feel wow. how they're doing, what they're up to. Obviously, you can't catch everybody every Stand day because they have a lot of things going on. But uh, it's nice to know where they're coming from and what's happening. Yeah, I got to have you cl- stay on the mic, brother. Only okay. yeah, there. Sorry about that. It's just that it's sensitive and it's not. Um, okay, so you physically say hi to your guys every day. I try to, everyone. That is awesome, man. Now, what do you primarily do? You primarily ha- like when they're divvying out drivers. And you get a new driver. Are you like the OTR guy? Are you the guy that manages California to Texas? Or are you just in the entire system? I think they match up driver managers to drivers based on just what their personality's like, what they think they get along with, kind of the things in common. Hey, that's really um, nice. Yeah, I get the uh, the senior crowd. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get the guys that are ready to retire. That's really cool, man. I, I did not know it. I got a question for you. I mean, and, and I know drivers have been wanting me to probably ask this question, okay? You got a problem, all right? Driver's got a major problem. He's sitting for two, three hours. Or maybe he gets to a, a, a receiver and, I'm sorry, maybe he gets to a shipper to pick up a load and they tell him, I'm, you're going to be here five hours. Or maybe a load falls through. Or whatever the case is, you got a, you, one of your drivers has a problem. How are you taking care of this guy? This is really what drivers want to know is, how am I taking care of an emergency? Because you know what? When I was recruiting heavily, I used to get that. Probably one out of six or seven drivers would say to me, hey, man, what happens? And and we, we just talked to uh, Sean, and he had told us, you know, in a real emergency, you'll fly someone home. But what about the day-to-day problems where, as a trucker, we are just in a bad mood because of a shipper, a receiver, uh, maybe a, a, a permit. I'm sitting at a port authority and, and there wasn't a permit on there for a state. Whatever. Talk to us. Right. Well, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that drove me nuts is pulling up to a – it's usually a grocery warehouse. 
and let's face it, that's the worst place to deliver. They hold you there. They don't care. They're, uh, they got you. The nice thing that I really like about National is that you will get paid for sitting there. We have a very generous uh, driver detention pay. The other thing is uh, we have a pretty sharp uh, customer service group that gets things going, and we are able to pass on the urgency of the situation to our uh, customers, and they realize that there is real money involved. And when they realize that they're on the hook to pay cash, you know, they get a little more uh, reactive. And, you know, I, I believe that the power is more on the side of the trucking company than it was a few years ago, Jim, where, where tr- uh, trucking companies were getting pushed around by shippers and receivers. And now I believe that I, I'm, I'm actually seeing, because of the shortage in the country of drivers, that um, trucking companies are able to really take care of their drivers. I believe Rick told me not too long ago, you guys have a detention pay where it's automatic now. Driver doesn't have to put in for it. Go ahead. Talk to us about that. Oh, it's really nice. As a matter of fact, I was just doing a bunch of them, and I had a few of them. They were $100 a pop because they'd been there for over the night, or they had way more time than they needed to be there. But it just pops up on my screen, and I'll look at the uh, driver and what is going on, and I will say, yeah, well, yeah, we need to approve this because he was there, and he earned this money. And, uh, I mean, like I said, I had a few hundreds, uh, 50 here, 50 there. And they were just there for, you know, 10, 12 hours. And when does that kick in? What is that, after the second hour, two full hours or something like that? After two hours, they're going to get the uh, $10 an hour. Okay, so they're getting a rate. So, I mean, at least they're getting paid while they're sitting. So you take care of them that. Um, Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I definitely know the pain of uh, sitting at a shipper's warehouse or, you know, trying to get unloaded. So I'm very reactive. I want to call. When you're sitting somewhere for more than uh, an hour or two and you know it's going to be ugly, let me get involved. Let me get customer service involved, and that way we can get the get compensated for these issues. Okay. Now here's here's another big thing. I used to do. I used to work for a company called TAW. We managed retention for companies, and we would have these graphs. And the number one reason a truck driver would, would quit a job, literally, we'd do the inter- interviews, would be money. Mm-hmm. But the number two reason would be home time. So. Now, you guys have different, you have regional, you have OTR, a driver stays out for X amount of weeks, and then he's dispatched home. How do you ensure when a truck driver comes to work for national carriers, and you're 40 guys, or actually, you're probably speaking for all of dispatch, because it's not just you, how does national carriers ensure that, hey, our driver's been out on the allotted time that we agreed on, how are we making sure he's home and he's not? T- because let me tell you something. Back in the day when I drove, they told you you get home every week, and guess what? It was it turned into two and then three, and then they put their arm around you. And they say, "Can you do me a favor? Can you stay out? Can you do this? Can you do that?" How can a driver know from Jim, the actual dispatcher that works there, uh, that they can be assured they're going to get home when National Carrier says they're getting home, and uh, you know, barring an emergency. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have a process in place where they'll send a macro in on the Blue Tree system, and we'll know what time they want to be there, how long they need to be there, and that goes as the benchmark. This is when we need to get this guy home. It's not really a flexible benchmark if he needs it there. Uh, And we'll do everything we can to get it there. Like you said, Sean said, we'll fly people home if they need to be there for something or something's going on with their family. We are very family oriented and we make sure that uh, you're there for those important things, for the graduations, for the weddings, for the birth of you know, grandkids, or if someone's really sick, we'll get you there. It, it sounds like NCI um, values the way their driver, the, their drivers themselves. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Like, do they do they actually value them that much? That it sounds like. Well, I don't know if anyone has talked about this before, but the dyna- the dynamic here is a lot different than uh, larger carriers or even carriers that are logistics or trucking based. 
we're owned by a large corporation, a meat corporation. That's a good thing. You have your own product. Yeah. Basically. Go ahead. So, I mean, obviously we have that market captured where we're going to have that freight all the time, and it's very good paying freight. The um, point where it changes is that now we're more customer focused as opposed to bottom line focused that our logistics group is making money, that our trucking company is making money. Yeah, those things are important, but it's not the only thing that we consider. Okay. Okay. Words of wisdom, Jim. We're, we're actually, I don't want to cut, cut you too short here. Um, words of wisdom, incoming drivers. Um, what, what, how, if you, if you had to say it in, in so many words, really, where, where does dispatch, I mean, you're coming from, I'm, I'm not asking from a national carrier's point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm asking from a dispatch point of view. You work with nine other dispatchers in that office, okay, and we're going to be taking everybody on a tour of that. How does overall dispatch value the truck drivers? Because I was in there yesterday, and I want to tell you something. It didn't sound like the normal war zone. I mean, it was quiet in there. Everything was mm-hmm. real gentle. I've been in I've been in dispatch operations areas where it felt like I was in a war zone. So how how is it in there? What's the mood and what is the attitude towards you know the value of of look? I know where my bread is buttered, and 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 is the driver a big part of that? You talk to us. Oh, absolutely. I mean. With my drivers, our relationship, it's very relationship-based. I mean, I know that I need to make them successful. And the general, you know, get miles, get paid, get home. Those are pretty basic. But there's a lot of flexibility in there, and we try to balance the be home versus the uh, miles and make sure that they have a quality of life that they're looking to get. We're able to get the objectives that they're trying to make uh, in their driving career. And the other thing is I'll watch and make sure they're making a living wage. I want to make sure that they're getting paid and they're going to get a uh, uh, the level of uh, income that they are looking for. You know, I noticed that with Lex. I noticed that with Lauren. I've noticed that with Sean. Everybody has mentioned about making a good living. You know, and it sounds like, you know, and, you know, I'll be honest with you, man. I've talked, I've taught recruiting. I've worked in different parts of trucking. And the one thing that I've always noticed about a driver, you can BS a driver only so far before they realize someone's peeing in their boot and trying to tell them that it's raining. Okay, and I have one of the things that I, as a former driver myself, I want to know, Look, it's great that you're going to have a relationship with me. Maybe you'll send birthday cards to my house, and it's really nice, and, and we're all cozy good friends. And we do. And, and, and Which I know you guys do. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't care about the birthday cards if my paycheck sucks. And you see, I noticed with everybody from operations, you guys really talk that, hey, this is a good place to make a living. Okay, yes, it's nice to say, driver, we care about you. But look, let's be honest. I told you we did retention, money, home time, equipment, running areas. That's really what a driver cares about more than anything. But at the end of the day, they also want to know that the guy on the phone they're dis- that's dispatching them isn't an a-hole. And I'm going to tell you something, Jim, and I'm sure you know this because you drove. It, when a dispatcher comes in and he's in a bad mood, okay, and all of a sudden he's snippy or he's got a short answer, a trucker can smell that a mile away. We deal with everybody as drivers. And it sounds like you guys are really putting forth that effort, but I like the fact that you're really hammering, look, it's a job first, you're here to make money, and we're going to treat you right, but we know you really, we know that without you making money, you're leaving whether we come to your house and bake you cookies and all that good stuff or not, uh, money's going to be really more important for these guys. No, and I think not only money, but their quality of life. Um, I think that uh, what their truck looks like, what they feel like, how important they feel to the organization. I think one of the things I really strive for is that I make sure that they know how valuable what they do is to me, not only personally, but as a company. 
And if they have an issue, I mean, they're a, a kid, a wife, or some sort of issue, I'm there to listen to them. I mean, I'm not going to take all day, but I'm going to. I do care. I really care about their issues. And uh, if we can solve them, and they feel good about what they're doing with us, we're all going to win. Awesome, That's Jim. Great. I'm going to cut you, brother. Um, you are uh, was a great interview. I'd like to shake your hand. Um, <laughs> honestly, truly appreciate you coming on and talking to us. We're actually on already an hour. We still got a couple more people to get in. Okay. Thank you. And honestly, it's awesome that you really do care. I mean, I mean that. That's really cool. I, I, I didn't realize that you would talk to 40 people in one shot. That's sweet, man. I daily, mean, daily. Thank you, Jim, very much. All right, who do we got coming up next? Jill. I'm sorry? Jill. Jill the oh, director of safety. Here she Jill, comes. Come on just over a here, walking girl. down gotta, the street. You got to slide over to me. All the way. All right, you got to talk into the mic. All right. And okay. Jill, what's your last name? Mash Meyer. Okay. That's actually a good name for her title. What's your title? Director of Safety and Compliance. So she could be the masher, right? <laughs> well, I've been called worse you gotta, things. You got to stay you got to stay up to the mic. <laughs> yeah. I've been called worse things, but that's part of the job. But so you are you are the top dog in safety right here, National Carries. How long have you been National? 17 years. Oh, wow. And, and what did you start out doing? <laughs> oh, I was started out as a, a compliance person. Oh, okay. Couldn't even spell compliance when I started. Right. It's been a great ride. Wow. Um, how long now How long you been the safety director? Oh, probably about two, 15 years or so. God bless you. That is so awesome. That really, what a great story. Did you drive? No. You didn't drive? No, I was just uh, somebody in Liberal, Kansas, that needed right? a job. Okay. So now, Jill, you're the lady, and, and drivers know who drivers know what a safety director is. I was a driver. At, at one time, you were the person that had to bring them in and say, hey, your logs, you're about to get violations. Or you don't see, you probably don't do that much anymore with the ELDs, do you? Unless they're blatantly running over. No, it's just been amazing. Um, when you first started that journey, we were kind of scared about it. Right. Because the drivers, there was a lot of uh, unrest about it. Yeah, it sure. was absolutely wonderful. And then when you get stopped, you don't have to worry about it. I mean, you can worry about making sure you're really safe. Well, how much of a nightmare? I remember going in trucking companies when I was a driver and seeing stacks of logs. And I'm thinking, do they really go through every one? How much of a nightmare was that? Yeah, we went through every one. Um, it's, it's quite a challenge. We had some good girls that that's all they did. Yeah. And uh, compliance is just keeping track of everything. That's insane. Did you, did you ever accidentally get the drivers both logs? Oh, no, not so much. Not they, so didn't, much. they didn't accidentally turn in both So they of didn't absolutely. <laughs> not too many times. The, the, t- the, sec, the one in the sleeper, you never got that yeah, one. Yeah, the oh. hardest part was getting, uh, just making sure they turned them in, you know. Hey, is there a way to hook up two ELDs? Oh, that would. Wow, I'm giving drivers ideas now. I, is there? I don't think so. No? Okay. Yeah. They haven't pulled that one on us yet. Rick, can, so. can a driver tap into the, wi- the wire and maybe run two ELDs? I don't think so. Oh, I'm going to create a meme. Like old time trucker versus new time. You think that's bad? <laughs> The technology is there to identify. If you're <laughs> oh, yeah. We have reports that tell us if they've messed with the device, they've unplugged it, that kind of thing. And then we will report it to the federal government if we have to. I hear you. All right. So let, let me get into some, some, some real stuff here. Your safety. Obviously, accidents is one of your things. And, and you know, National Carrier, 700 trucks. Over the years, you've probably lost a driver or two, had some, you know, accidents to go to. That's, that's not a pretty scene, is it? No, but it's how you handle it. Uh, when we have an accident, I usually take the call after the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first thing is to make sure everybody's okay. We can, uh, we're going to have some accidents. We drive so many miles. But the main thing is to make sure everybody's all right and everyone gets home safe. So the minute we have an accident, we will reach out to the other party and make sure that whatever we can do to make them 
make it right or just make sure they're okay yeah it reaps great benefits so now as far as accident goes is is it true the backup is the most the backup accident oh mostly yes we have the uh, smart drive now mm-hmm. that um, will show us the forward-facing cameras what's happening and that's been pretty dynamic because a lot of times what they remember isn't really what happens and so at the end of the day it's been very dynamic you know we were just Rick and I were talking about this yesterday the four now and I want to stress the national carriers doesn't have in-cab cameras we don't spy on the drivers while no, they're driving okay not, a, not at all right and that's that's a big thing with drivers you know a lot of them don't like that but but the outside camera most truck drivers actually are glad to i mean i have a dash cam in my car because at one time rick and i were talking if it, you were involved in a rear-end accident you were automatically at fault because you were following too close but then all of a sudden we start seeing these videos coming out where a, a car comes flying off of a get-on ramp right in front of a truck and now he's got a break because he's going to hit the car in front of him and he literally barely pulls into the cushion area that the the, the, the the driver has made safely and now there's no cushion he slams on his brakes driver taps him guess what drivers are being found innocent now of rear-end accidents because we know now it wasn't always the truck driver's fault that is so true we probably uh, fight two or three accidents a week where the story isn't the same or we'll send it to the an officer at the scene and explain what happened uh, so it's been really really dynamic and then you know we're very good if we're at fault Jim like you know we own it if we're at fault we're going to man up we're going to take care of business and that's the way this whole company is yeah okay now as far as an accident goes what when a driver comes on he's is he considered on probation here for 90 days like is that standard with all companies yes with ours anyway we just try to make sure they're on board and they got their head in the game and they're going to try to do where it's right if not we'll bring them in and retrain them re-educate before you terminate and you know i don't have a whole lot of time left because i'm going to be getting on a plane soon but we've been just talking and you know you can blame lauren he just kept talking you know he's (laughs) been here 43 years rick couldn't even get a word in I, i gotta say what we've seen in her office well, that's what I was going to bring okay. up. Some of the other things you handle are, obviously, uh, you know, it's it's a shame it does happen. And I was telling the story to you yesterday of how, you know, I, actually I was telling uh, uh, Love, what's his first name? Al Love. Al uh-huh. Love, how uh, a graduating class uh, one of a trucking company here in Texas, that one of the students after they graduated got a six-pack of beer out of his truck on the trucking company property thought it was okay because he wasn't driving and you know basically what i do on my off time is none of your business but what what truck drivers got to realize any new truck driver would you give them all advice don't even bring listerine with you because that's just a bad thing to have i mean you can fail you can blow positive which is listerine in you go ahead you you've collected beer bottles out of trucks oh yeah we have uh, unfortunately a little bit of collection of uh, things that shouldn't be in the truck but we try to stress that and we realize that private lights are private light but uh, if you want to have an adult beverage you better go to a motel you better not be around a truck yeah i mean really that's the best thing to do i mean if you're laid over somewhere grab a hotel for the night if you want to have a beer go there don't get in the truck even with beer on your breath get cleaned up the next day and go to work that's exactly right yeah absolutely you have any words of wisdom to new drivers and you know you don't seem like the mean safety director that is portrayed out there how do you stick around so long well it's just you love your job every day i always call the safety director the chop the the axe man or a woman yeah Yeah. i've got wonderful supporting staff that help me so i don't have to do too much of the heavy stuff and uh it is what it is you know more most of the time when people lose their job they fired themselves they've done something they shouldn't do that we can't correct drinking in the truck roll a truck those kind of things everything else we're going to try to re-educate them. yeah there's some things that are forgivable and there's some things that are just you know and drivers really know the bad things rollovers uh major accidents anything where it's their fault and has to be towed at a scene a dot recordable all that stuff um ruth and just 
just need me. What'd you need, girl? No, actually, I, I just moved my foot. Oh, I thought she was I needing mean, me. Tell I, me. If, I, if I got the mic for a minute, um, I'll just say no, no tailgating. In, in your trucks and well, so just forth. Just the normal things. That's exactly <laughs> correct. Any words of wisdom? Because we we can't keep you on too long. I'm going to try to get back out here and do another one for these guys if this is you know going to rock for them. But I think we're already a little over an hour into this. Okay. Talk to me. What do you think? Oh, my words of wisdom. Yeah. If anybody wants to work for an absolute awesome company, National Cares is the one. Very family-based. Very Just a good group of folks. You know, I, one of the things also I, I found... It's the same M.O. Everybody that's sitting down here saying the people under me are really what makes me look good. you got a great team, and I've seen that with your people here. So I haven't found any micromanagers yet. Maybe Al. Al's going to be over here in a second. No, he's not micro. But it just seems like such a, a close-knit company. I'm really liking this place. Yeah, it's a big extended family. Yeah, it's yeah. a big extended family. We do try to take care of our drivers and to take care of the people at home. We realize there's a lot of different things that go on when you're a driver. Mm-hmm. You got all the nonsense at home going on, and you're trying to concentrate on driving. You got the mean safety lady after you. Got dispatches worried about you. Just a lot of different things. So try to help them balance that. Awesome. Your well, door's always open, right? Absolutely. Well, I, I'm sorry we didn't have a whole lot of time for you, but we so appreciate you coming well, on. Thank you so much. Hey, Thank you, Joe. Yeah, awesome. Nice to nice to meet you, kiddo. You also. All right, Al, come on down, brother. I, I want to get a driver in Kurt here if we can. Galvin. What do you got, Ed? What do you got, Ed? I want to get him in here too. Have a seat, Mister Al Love. Al, you got to talk right into the mic here, brother. You got to stay up close. Al, real quick, tell us first off your title. Uh, director of driver services. Drive. And what what does the director of driver services? What's his his primary job? Oh, he has a lot of jobs, but the main job is the driver, making sure the drivers stay happy. So you're like the liaison here. Yes, sir, you, I am. You are the guy that, as a driver comes in, he has any issues, any concerns, any suggestions, he's really to report to you. Is that pretty much the ticket? Pretty pretty much. I mean, we have we have a line of communication where they can, they can go just about anywhere within the company, you know, but a lot of times they... That trust factor you try to build with the driver so they'll come to you. Now, are you, and again, I don't know your system, but do you have something built in, like say a new driver comes in, do you reach out to every new driver after so many days, say, hey, how you doing here, blah, blah, blah. Are you the guy that does that? Yes. And I also, well, the driver manager does that on, a, on Rick's 10th Street. You know, what is it, 30 days, 90 days? Extend. We do multiple touches through the first 30 days. Okay. Directly from the driver manager to the driver. So and and that's that's a real a real thing. You're wanting to know how are you fitting in here driver in your eyes. That's really what you're wanting to know, right? So Rick? our goal is to call the after the first empty call. Right. So after the first load, how did things go? Anything you got questions on? The next is the first paycheck. Did you get paid right? Was did it go in your account properly? Uh, then we have a 15-day call where we're checking in uh certainly there are more communications between that period but the 15 day is just a real kind of a line in the sand where are you how are things going and then at 30 days we want to know how things are going and then jim lowe's an example you know we're touching base with every driver just about every day okay that's and 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 al you're you're like you, I mean, I'm just trying to figure. Do you plan events for these guys? You're reaching out, also uh, making sure you're communicating between the driver and and his dispatcher if there's any issues. And and look, I th- who was it? Lauren or Lex 
had mentioned that, hey, not everybody's going to come in and mix with National or with his, his actual dispatcher. Are you the guy that maybe goes to dispatch and says, listen, John Doe Trucker is just really probably not a good fit for Jim Doe uh, driver manager. Let's let's get these guys, see if we can That's, kind of mix them. guy. You're the guy. All right. Well, yeah, they're, not all marriages are going to last. No, you they know, don't. You've got you to make them compatible who they're with. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Al. How long you been here? Thirteen uh-huh. years. Okay, thirteen years. Did you drive? Yes. For national carriers? No. I need a, a manager that drove for national carriers. Is there one here? Uh, yeah, Bill Duncan. Bill Duncan. <laughs> we probably should get him in for a second. Well, Bill didn't drive her. I'm sorry. Um, Mike Ritchie did. Mike Ritchie. They are exactly right. See, what, what I'm really trying to show drivers also is you can work your way into the office, you know, with national carriers if you're successful as a driver. There's all kind of ways to promote. Everybody so far we've talked to, Rick, had started out a dispatcher, a compliance manager, and worked themselves up to a very nice position. Very nice. What do you think? Yeah, it's possible. It, you know, the individual's got to take charge of that. Yeah, absolutely. Just You can't just expect that you're going to fall into it. Right. You've got to work You've towards it really yeah. my my experience i had to go train myself i had to be a student i had to be available i had to be sitting down after work with with the managers with the supervisors that's awesome learning on my own to expect that it's just going to fall in your lap is is probably not going to you're happen, saying you want to go get it you got to go get it go get it and al you said 13 years you're here you drove who'd you drive for uh, Dubuque Packing Company. I actually think I've heard of Dubuque. A long time ago. Out of ago. Iowa? Dubuque. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so it's been, so what was the last truck you drove? A cab over? 49. Oh, I drove some of these new ones. <laughs> 49 <laughs> auto car. <laughs> <laughs> Spring brakes? I'm just kidding. Go <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, stay on the mic. <laughs> yes. It really was spring brakes. Yes. You remember them spring brakes? Oh, Rough yeah. rides. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Started out hauling cattle. Oh, they wow. worked my way in there, yeah. That's awesome, man. So, okay, so now did you work in Liberal also, or are you only strictly Irving? Um, strictly Irving. Okay, so real quick, um, I, I, I'm trying to cut everybody short now. Um, yeah, sorry, I know you're going to cut me off, aren't no, you? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you. <laughs> words of wisdom. Incoming, incoming words of wisdom for any new drivers that are considering national carriers as a career. Great company. Great company. I don't think you can find another company. We have drivers that will leave thinking the grass is green on the other side of the fence, and we all know what's on the other side. Um, but they always come back. It is just we... So you have a high rehire. Yes, we do. That's really good. Yes, we'll have one or two in every class usually of rehire. Typically, yes. That is really awesome when you can say that. Because that's a testimony to I've tried it out. Like you said, not every marriage is good. Well, they not out. They don't. They know going in. You know, when they come here, they can they can walk into the, any office and talk. Can they do that at Joe Blow Trucking? Well, and you see, everybody says we have an open door, but they really don't. An right. open door is an open door, and I've seen it a million times where they go, "Yeah, we got an open door policy," and the truckers will tell me, "Yeah, they said they had an open door at different companies," and but you know what? The door was never open. It's open. It's here. always, and yeah. I've noticed that everywhere we walked, I've gone. Yeah, yeah, when we, we walked, walked through, the doors were open. Yeah, everybody, everybody, we yelled in and said hi to. There was no closed door. Awesome. Words of wisdom. Great company. Um, you, you've got many drivers that you've known for 13 years that are still here. Yes. You, a lot of rehires, which is a huge testament. Awesome equipment, great benefits, the whole nine yards. Um, do you have anything else to add to that? Can't beat it. Can't beat it. 
Ed's phone is going off. You'll, you'll want to build you. I want to make sure everybody on the pod knows that was Ed's phone. We say if you've been here <laughs> past 10 years, you bleed blue. I said that's. Uh, you bleed blue here? You got to bleed blue. You got to bleed After blue. After 10 years, you bleed blue. Okay, well, that's. You know, technically, <laughs> technically, we do we are blue until it hits the air, so. So far, the, uh-huh. the, the only one that's been a toddler was. Was it. Jim Lowe? Well, Jim, yeah, and then Sean. See, Jim is, a, is an infant. Sean yeah. was a toddler. Oh, Sean was a toddler. <laughs> That's right. You, you know, and, and through the pod, people have mentioned just whipped out trucker names. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you can think of a guy that's been here 20 plus years. Randy Barnett. See that? Like, you guys know. I'm just saying, you've got 700 drivers and you can just start whipping out names. Yes. And that's a good thing because you really are going out of your way to know. Lanny Morrow's been here, I don't know how many years. He's, he has his own truck. He's been here forever. So. All right. You know, we have a lot of owner operators that are still here. All right. Well, Al, I'm going to cut you. I'm bringing in the more important people. We're going to bring in the actual muscle. He's a little bigger than I am. That's right. <laughs> Let's bring the driver in. Thank you, Al. I'd like to shake your hand, brother. Shaking everybody else's. Thank you very much. Come on in here. Uh, we've interviewed the vice president of the company. We interviewed, stay on the mic. We interviewed the vice president of the company. We've or, uh, interviewed the guy over operations. We uh, interviewed the operations manager. we got Rick Ham here, director of Rick. All right, so we've, we've talked to all these important people, but... This, you're the guy everybody's wanting to hear from. And you know what? What's even important is we're going to interview another driver. We can get where, What's that guy's name that's been here seven years? Get Kirk, him ready. Kirk Lester. Get Kirk, if we can get him. Yeah, tell him to get in here because we're going to for a couple minutes and we're going to bring him in. Um, how has National Carriers really taken care of you as a new driver? And be honest, man. If, if, if they suck, I want you to say they suck. I'm sitting here in their property. I'll probably have to walk home. But <laughs> I, I need to know. Truly, tell me, are, are these guys good guys for real? Wonderful, wonderful. I'm best orientation I ever been in in my life. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I, mean, I had a lot of orientation. This is the best. It's pretty organized. They they yes. just go from one step to the next, and they're help. I mean, I, I don't yeah. want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, Tell right. me, well, how how is it? I in mean, there? everybody's so nice. You know, they check on you, make sure everything good, make sure you're good to go. Make sure you're yes, good. Yes, sir. To, I like that. Oh yeah, I like it too. That's pretty simple, man. Good to go. Yeah, All right, so so far you've 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 done your drug screen. Yes, sir. Did you road test? Yes, sir. How was road test? Oh, it was great. The guy that road test me, he, 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 you know, he got a little experience. He, he lets basically lets you know what you're doing right, what you're doing, you know, good and. And he, and that's his job, right? He needs right. to know that you're a safe driver. So yeah. he took you and, and, and tested you yeah. out, right? Yeah. I got Ruth Ann putting her hand on my shoulder. What do you got? How tall? I kind of got tongue twisted just now, but I'm, I'm be all right. Okay. How, how tall? I'm are six. You? I'm like six two. How did you fit in the truck? Ooh. Did you get in one of those KWs yet? Uh, yeah, I love KW. They're my favorite truck. So you fit real easy in that T680. Oh, t- yes, sir. Awesome. Man. I said that because I'm like 5'2". <laughs> yeah. So when I seen him, I thought, okay, well, he's got to fit in that truck yeah, I comfortably still because it swallowed me. Galvin, I wanted to tell you real quick a story. I went to a company called Elder Light. They're out of business now. We used to haul caskets. Right. And they say, hey, Chris, the guy's name was Chris, go, go road test Troy. And so I got in the truck, and nowhere to lie, I didn't even know this guy. Right. He goes, he goes, don't even. He goes, just drive around the block. Don't even worry about hooking to a trailer. If you got, if you got four years' experience, you pass. That was it. My road test was go around the block in a bobtail. Oh well, you they didn't do that here, did they? Oh, sir. <laughs> you had to pull a trailer. Yeah, you had probably had a backup and everything. Didn't backup you? and everything. I get had to do go, nothing. Go, go, get out and look. Yeah, that's good. Awesome, man. All right, so 
So you got you're getting you're getting a T six eighty. Obviously, T680. everybody gets a T six eighty. We're going to show everybody that. Um, you you passed your drug screen. You passed your physical. You passed your road test. And they're in there. And what are they going over in there? I seen the little computers in there. I think they're called they're Garmin's with a blue with the, what's called a blue tree system. You get your e logs on there. Yeah. You get your directions on there. I, I like I said GPS the whole nine yards. And dispatches on there. Yeah, so how, how easy was that for you to pick up? I'm curious. Was it simple? Well, or? I picked up pretty fast, so it was you know it was pretty easy. And the way it was explained, it was explained, you know, Wait, in, the right way. In comparison to say Qualcomm or anything uh, like that, what do you think? I rather have Garmin. It really? See, I like yes, that because it's so small. It yeah, was, it's it, so small, and it just give it that look. Yeah, it's yeah, got. Yeah, give it that look. Awesome. Because you know the, the Qualcomm is so. Old looking, like an antique TV. <laughs> That's what a Qualcomm look like. You know, it's 2018. You got the Gorman and yeah, yeah. It get, it just so you're a, you're more of a high tech guy. Oh yes, and, sir. And and the Blue Tree, and I even like the name Blue Tree. Blue Tree. That's pretty right. cool, man. They use the Blue Tree system. Ruthann's got a tap the on me. The Blue right? Tree. Go ahead, Ruthann. What do you got? Next question: When do you plan on putting a CB in the truck? Oh yeah, I got to. Good oh, boy. I go, every truck ain't got to have a CB. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I know a guy that you know. Got his own business, and he, you could buy you. You'll come out cheaper buying a CB that's already peaked in tune than buying one, you know, that's not peaked in tune too. I had to learn it. Yeah, and and and, and if you get a good quality CB, like you said, new or used, there it's it's hard to get a bad one unless you know what my first CB was. Do you how old are you? I'm thirty. Okay, so you remember Radio Shack, don't you? Yes, sir. They, they went out of business. They pretty much were like the Walmart of CBs. They sold junk. Realistic. <laughs> right. It was horrible. I got this CB. I couldn't even. That was the brand. I, I literally, it was realistic. I couldn't even get across the parking lot. That's how bad when I would key up. Nobody could hear me like 20 feet away. It was horrible, man. Oh, man. So, but yeah, you get a unit in or a Galaxy or what? What kind of CB you get? Or you, know, you get a unit in. Oh yeah. What are you gonna get? The ones with the upper and lower side bands, or just the regular, uh, like a twenty nine? What are you doing, dude? Do don't you know? Oh, oh, you lost me then. All I know is about the CB. Well, you know what? When you look, when <laughs> I, you look I can I can get out and I can get in. I hear that. What's your handle? <laughs> you got a handle? We can't say that on here. At least he has respect. I like that. All right. Well, how about you now? You're new. You plan on staying here? That's the obviously. Yeah, yeah. So far, so good. Have you met your driver manager yet? You know what we we call them dispatchers, but it's they call them driver managers at trucking companies. You haven't met him yet. I mean, or her. I don't even know. Probably have, but just don't. That's on exactly who. That's on Wednesday. Okay, so tomorrow, Rick. Rick is saying tomorrow you'll meet your driver manager, so you'll get to know who your everyday communication is going to be with. Yes, sir. We take Troy. We take Monday and Tuesday to try to figure out what best fit there would be between Their personality. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. You like that? Oh, yeah. I do too, man. I, mean, I think I, that's I, the best way to do it. It is, man. So you get to know the guy in orientation and then you say, listen, this guy it would be best fit with Jim or right. Bob or Susie. I mean, it's just, it's their way of saying, hey man, we want you to come stay and enjoy your dispatcher along with the right. job. Yeah. Perfect. It's, it's better than just, you know, I was just, just basically sticking them out though. Yeah. You yeah. know, not re- exactly reason. Just throw them to the wolves and say survive, uh, you know, right? Just looking, you know, yeah. oh, yeah, he, I think they'll, you know, click pretty good. I'm going to put him on him. You know they ain't going to operate together. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's awesome, man. I appreciate right. it. So words of wisdom. I'm going to cut you short here. Words uh, of right. wisdom for I, any I, incoming I'm really job. not ready to go. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay all day. <laughs> 
Let's go. I'm gonna be on TV. Well, you know what? How about let's let's do this. I'm gonna be on TV, Mama. I got an idea. Why don't you why don't you um, just stick around for a minute yet? Because we're gonna be doing a live video, and we're gonna come in and we'll get you on live also, if that's okay with you. So don't leave the building. We'll hit you here in a couple minutes. Truck driver now gonna be on iTunes. Hey, it's a guy in there that called him Slim. Slim? Yeah, I gave him that name. All right. Well, yeah. is that going to be his handle or what? <laughs> yeah, hey, it was slim, a pleasure, my slim, friend. Slim is Slim. I hear you, kiddo. <laughs> and I'm Big E.G. Big E.G. I like that, man. <laughs> hey, what's, what's the mic? Right. Big E.G. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's get these two drivers. Let's get one on one side. Rick, can we grab your mic for yeah, a second? You absolutely. can jump back in and we're going to close. We're going to end with these guys.